Okay. Good morning, everyone. My name is Janice Malillo from Two Sisters in a Book, and it is Monday morning, June. Um, yeah, we're going to find that out. I don't even know. Isn't that bad when you have to actually look at your phone to find out what day it is? It is Monday, June 8th. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and this is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, the other part of the two of the two sisters. And we are excited because today is Monday mindset, right? We've got a lot to chat about. We are just waiting for that beautiful red box that says live that we are on Facebook and that we are streaming live. We like to multitask. Even when the uh, bandwidth of technology don't always cooperate, we had some issues and that is all good. And you know what, I'm, well, I'm gonna wait till we get live, but we've got so much to share, so much goodness. Even after a week of, you know, turmoil, which I call turmoil. Um, so we are live. We've got that red button going on. We are streaming live on podcast and we are streaming live on Facebook. Welcome, welcome everybody. So I'm going to kind of repeat. This is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, live from Vero Beach with two sisters and a book, two sisters. And before we go anywhere, Monday Mindset, I'm like, I kept praying and praying, son, please come out. I'm not digging this June in Florida as of yet. I mean, obviously, it is a blessing regardless of what the skies look like to see palm trees. But uh, the last week has been, I guess, a prelude of pea soup city, <laughs> um, as well as, you know, kind of cloudy, gloomy days, which I really think affected my mood a tad. I'm not going to lie. But today is Monday Mindset. How are you feeling, Jan? Well... Um, I guess that's a loaded question and quite possibly will be a loaded answer, but <laughs> I will just bring the load, bring the load, bring the load. Um, it's been a difficult time for, for not only me, I'm not going to lie. It's been a very difficult time and I am feeling it, um, physically, emotionally, and mentally, um, if some of you know know me and read one of my <laughs> co-authored chapters in The Art of Unlearning, Volume 2, um, I really dive into the real story behind the story where I finally come out and say um, I was attacked. And I'm not going to get into all this, but the purpose of me um, like telling everyone how I feel is is, is twofold. Um, somebody that, um, let me start that over again. I'm stumbling a little bit with my words. That's okay. All, all of this is very um, emotional for everyone, not just myself. Okay. I just want to say that. Um, I am a firm believer in that things happen for a reason. And yes, I went through a very um, emotional, tumultuous, um, scenario which should not ever happen to anyone. With that being said, Monday Mindset has always been very, um, been almost spiritual for me because I have to look back at what has happened and, <laughs> you know, know that in going forward, you know, we, we, I have to talk about sensitive issues. We all have to talk about sensitive issues. 
But I just want to stand here firmly and tell you, if, if you're out there listening to this, hearing this, maybe you're listening to our, one of our many platforms, uh, you know, allow yourself to feel internally what you need to feel because that is the process of moving forward. Now, I will say that, um, I'm just gonna come out and say it. <laughs> All lives matter. To me, that's not up for debate. All lives matter. I'm, I'm welcome to hear, I'm always open and welcome to hear opposing viewpoints when done in a peaceful manner. Oh, absolutely. And it's, it's hard to, you know, feel confident. I mean, in, well, not that it's hard to feel confident, but because there's so much to foil when you make that declaration, Jan, you know, you, you know, we've talked about this, you know, over and over again, the past, you know, really since, things have been going on and it's really hard to digest. You, you, you want to, you know, you want to stick to your virtues, your beliefs. And I, I, I believe with all my heart, you know, God and country, you know, has got to come first. And what God and country means is all, you know, all inclusive. And I think the narrative is, is really starting to shift. I, I see and I feel a sense of, people are getting stronger in, in all avenues of this, you know, you know, fighting for racism, maybe taking the time to actually see what they can do within their own community for change. But I think the shift is starting to happen where people are now seeing the true narrative. And when I say the true narrative, any cause, any righteous cause deserves our attention. Absolutely, it sure does, especially if it has to do with injustice to another human being. But I think what frequently doesn't occur initially, it, it, it has to kind of develop that way, is people don't really investigate, A, what they're fighting for, really understand the mission or the ideology of a group that they tend to are trending towards. Because whether whether the people that are truly passionate about changing and justice, they also have to embrace that frequently a lot of their followers or people that jump on the bandwagon are doing just that. They don't even really know. They, they may know a smidget of, of what the cause is, but they don't really understand fully the commitment that it takes. And, you know, do they do their research? Do they know who they're locking arms with in a movement that you know from from my perspective from the surface was doing some good things but you know i always tend to go into looking and the narrative the narrative kept changing and last week's news cycle was totally crazy don't you agree oh my god yes and you know what i will say about the news cycle is um you know i've said that i listen to fox news a lot but I also listen to the other TV stations. I want to hear what their take is on, th on things. And then I'm like, oh, okay, well, I didn't hear that. Um, and I've often referred to CNN as Corrupted News Network, but I still tune into them and listen because that's going to, number one, educate myself. Um, I don't need 
people to teach me. I need to be open to the fact to learn, to investigate more, and to base what I believe in um, what I have found. That doesn't mean that you have to agree with me. I'm, all, I'm okay with people who don't agree with me, and I'm certainly okay in, you know, people that are bold enough to say, even though that I didn't agree with it because we talked about this the other day that say, boom, this is how I feel. If you're all, and this person said, if you're all lives matter, you're racist. Right. That's not opening your heart. I was on a Facebook group this morning, one of our podcast groups. And another bold statement by the person who runs this group it what and it said this group is based on black lives matter period now i believe i would have done bye bye good good for you i still believe that that that's bold like and and i respect that anybody that stands up for what they believe in in a peaceful manner having that discussion back and forth, maybe it does get heated. It certainly will get heated because I'm going to stand for what I believe in, but I'm not going to hear you. Okay. There's, and and let's just make something perfectly clear here. There is a difference between hearing and listening. And I'm going to listen to open my heart to educate myself. You are not educating me. I have to open my heart to that. So if this person is watching, they know exactly what I'm trying to say. Well, what I, what I will say about, you know, you know, researching a group that you, you want to take on your shoulders and you want to be a part of, and, you know, I think part of it is people have a, a need and a feeling that they have to belong, number one. You know, this gives them purpose um, to belong to something, to, to belong to a group, to represent something. For some people, they're very lonely. Um, you know, I started to think about, you know, all the people that were kind of trapped in their houses with the COVID, well, the CCP virus, I'm changing that narrative as well. And so for those people that were, you know, and that was most of the country was quarantined because of the CCP virus. And now, you know, you're, it's like you're, you, you, you feel stuck, you've been, you've been cooped up. And now it feels great to belong to something, to feel like you're impacting, you're empowering people. But the problem with that is if you actually don't do the research, so I did. So I actually investigated the three women that actually formed the movement of Black Lives Matter. Now, I want to be clear, as, I, as I've always been, I don't like the phrase, I don't like the ideology, and I will explain that just a small snippet because most people know exactly how I feel already. I love that I matter about black people. I like and love the fact that I love that the lives of black people matter, just like I love the fact that I love that white people matter. Latinos, you know, Asians, Puerto Ricans, I don't care because I don't look at skin. I've never, I've never looked at color that way. And I'm not going to start now because I just, that's just not my, I, I don't live that way. And I think when you declare that as a, and I'm, I'm coming from a, uh, a white woman's perspective, when you say that the pushback from 
the movement or those that think they understand the movement immediately go to, well, then, you know, you're, you're a racist, as you say, and or you have white privilege. That I don't like phrases that basically segregate a group of people. And if you want to talk that you, about racism and hatred, you got to look in the mirror. Because if you can't be as you were really openly and, you know, bearing your soul and your heart, that you have to be open to that. You have to be open to listen. So I did listen. A lot of people said, well, why don't you try talking to black people? I talk to all people all the time, daily, FYI, because a lot of people don't see what we do behind the scenes. And, you know, I just came to the, to the realization that some people, they took the silent route because they didn't want to maybe deal with some, some backlash and or did not want to publicly announce who, you know, or what they believed in. And I think the shift is happening. I think the change is happening because people are not going to be, and I hate to use the word bullied because that's a, to me, it's just a dumb phrase in, in many respects. Not that I don't believe that it occurs. I just think we come up with a better word. Um, so people are getting more postured. They're understanding that it's okay to be against brutality. It's, it's right to be against brutality. It's right to be against racism. It's right to be against hatred. But it's also, hold on, I got to put my earpiece, just fell out. It's also uh, okay to say that, yes, I believe the lives of blacks matter, but I don't condone and or support the ideology of the Black Lives Matter movement because it does not sit well for my purpose without being called, you know, a racist, white privilege and all this other crap. I think they go to that as a crutch because it sounds like it's got a little finesse. It sounds like, ooh, you know, I'm postured. That shows that you're a coward because you're not even willing not to, dis, not, not to uh, defend your purpose or defend this particular group's ideology, but you're not even confident in yourself that you could say, you know what, I'm going to zip my lip. I'm going to see what Janice says. I'm going to see what Carol Sue says. Like, why do, where are they coming? Because we're not saying that we don't support Black lives. That's not what we are saying. No. And the fact that, they, well, you're, when you say that as a white woman, you've now denounced their purpose. And that is not true. That's and that's bullshit. the, correct, that's the narrative they want you to do to keep you oppressed from how you feel. And that's wrong. So I think there is a shift. I truly believe there's a shift in that feeling that people can feel posture, they can feel confident with their strong convic conviction. And actually, I find that most people that are connected with the movement, like I said, don't even understand the ideology and or the purpose of these three women. So the three women that um, obviously got this going, I believe it was, I want to say it was 2011-ish maybe, 2010. And it was based off of um, another police brutality, which again, we don't, we, don't, we, we don't condone that. However, to me, when I really started investigating the three women that started the movement, they are very, uh, very deep politically connected. They're, they're huge activists in, in, a, in a, pl a political agenda. 
I don't think justice for human rights has to be, it should be a political agenda. It should be a human rights agenda. And there's a difference there. These women, in my perspective, from the information and the digging that I personally did, I found that they had a very deep political agenda versus a human rights agenda. There's a difference. I also believe that they just, they really are part of, or it's a disguised movement of the WOH. And if people don't know what the WOH, W-O-H is, you can private message me. I've, I've actually put it on social media quite a bit. Uh, it was a movement from the, I want to say the 60s to the 70s. Um, it originated in Michigan. Um, and I want to say it was like Arbor community or whatnot. And I may not have my exact facts on that. But they were a very, very uh, like deep left ideology that um, did not believe in capitalism, did not believe in God, did not believe in law and order, and were, you know, really kind of almost had the Black Black Panthers movement as well as almost an anti-American type feel to it. And it was really um, young students that started it and it grew into this thing. It was pretty prevalent back in the 60s and 70s. So for me, this movement, this Black Lives Matter movement, has very similarities to that movement. I didn't, and I was younger, obviously, back then. You know, I was, was, was in school. You know, I, I believed in protest. You know, I, you know, John and I both were in you know, high school and college in the years of 72 to 76 when, when this was, you know, out there. So we saw, we saw a lot. And I think when you decide whoever you are, when you decide to take a movement on, do your own due justice and research. Research the purpose. Is it really in a line with your ideology? So I declared that last night after I saw a a week's worth of, and I'm not going to go into it. Anybody wants to see what I was chatting about can certainly look at my uh, Facebook page. And I was actually hoping that I was going to weed some people out that don't have that same mindset. Now, the difference is I have a lot of friends that are the, the opposing party, but we still have the same human rights, you know, mindset. And we also love each other enough to know and or respect each other enough to know that we can have a conversation. It doesn't have to get angry. It doesn't have to get nasty. So, you know, I will always welcome their point of views. I will not welcome a point of view that is not in line with my mindset, that is in not line with God first, with kindness, helping others, will, uh, that has an, a, a hidden agenda. And the last thing I'm going to talk about this piece, and then I think we kind of could kibosh it for Monday, um, is that the people that have embraced this movement have to open up their eyes to the underlining background noise, because it's all noise, but the underlining background noise that is really the movement behind the movement. And we frequently talk about, we, with two sisters in a book, that there's always a story behind the story. And that is what I'm going to um, suggest that anyone that is got the blinders on, and, and, the, and let me tell you something, the blinders that you have 
on are not always your fault because most people really want to get involved with a movement, a good cause. They want to be a part of something. They want to be a part of change. But you have to do yourself due justice and due diligence and actually research the, if they have the same purpose and ideology that you do and if there's some other hidden agenda. So there's a, there is definitely a hidden agenda. It will come out at some point. Um, but I think we can put that piece to, to rest. And I have to tell you, um, I'm going to have you close out this segment. And then we're really going to chat about Mindset Monday because we've got some great things to share. Jan, you got anything you want to add to this, this topic? Well, there's a lot I could add, but again, I just want to, I just want you to know anybody out there who, you know, wants to have a discussion, I am open to that, always open to that because I want to listen with my heart. Oh, absolutely. And I think, I think, I think generally most people do. And I think sadly, um, the news and um, the last thing I'll say about the news is, you know, there's certain things that we need to know about what's going on in our world. But for the most part, people have to understand most of, and maybe people don't realize that mo um, all of mainstream media is only owned by six corporations. I bet you know a lot of people don't realize that. It's owned by six, cor uh, six corporations. In addition, you know, how as, I guess I'll, I'll pose this question and then we can, we'll move on to our next segment. But when you watch the news, do you leave watching the news feeling good? Do you leave the news feeling uplifted? Do you leave the news feeling like you could take on the world, that you want to go after your goals, you want to go after your vision, your mindset? You want to help others? Do you feel inspired? Or do you leave the news feeling hopeless, angry, infuriated, just downright anger? Think about that. Really think about that. And if so, if, you've, if you feel the latter, don't watch it anymore. You know, we can get updates, obviously, with our phone and whatnot, with the way technology works. But also realize that the media is part of another agenda. And a lot of people say, well, you know, you're going to go into, you know, a conspiracy theory. No, it's written all over. And I don't care what network you, you're on. It could be CNN, Fox News, uh, CNBC, like any of them. All media outlets have an agenda. They do. And they're really... To me, only, really, I think it's really come to light the last three years. They're promoting um, hopelessness. They're promoting depression. They're, pr they're promoting, you know, not a good mindset, anger, frustration. And to me, that's not healthy because health and wellness, a big piece to health and wellness is your mindset. So, yeah, get your updates, but shut the news off. Shut the news off. Who does it serve? Who does it impact? And how does it create change? I don't know. That's, that's my thought on that subject for today. Mindset Monday. So today we did confirm is Monday the 8th. Um, 12 more days till my toes are on that mat at ILKB. 
12 more days. That's awesome. I can't wait. I'm so excited about that. And they are working so hard and they are getting the studio ready. And what know, about the, what about the online stuff? Cause that, that's what I'm interested in. Cause I just oh, loved it. You'll have to, you'll have to uh, talk to Kristen, you know, send yeah. her Message. I will. I'll send her a message because I, I absolutely adored her, you know, just her vibe, her, just her, mm -hmm. her you know, she, she's, she's, she's just one of those soulful people that, you know, wants genuine. to promote goodness. Absolutely genuine to the core. And, yeah. oh my God, I miss Kara. I miss Bree. I miss Captain Kelly. Captain Kelly. Oh my God. She kicks my ass. Um, <laughs> But so the mindset is, you know, uh, I'm framing, framing my framework because, you know, adjustment sometimes is always needed. And, you know, you have to give yourself that op opportunity to hit that reset button. So even though Sunday, <laughs> typically, that definitely is the start of the week. We know that. But Monday is more like, okay, let's get going. You know, so I'm going to get out today with all the crap flying around, um, get a good walk in, clear my mind, like be open to different things. And I'm also hosting um, for a woman's club, a Zoom meeting tonight. Which, and I love doing that for, for this organization. And it's fun. <laughs> excuse me. It's funny in a way because, um, the, and this just goes to show you, um, how modern technology is for older people. Um, a couple of the women thought that, and, and I laughed, that I'm self-promoting myself because the Zoom invite comes from my business email. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, um, okay. But, you know, I have to look at that. Like, what, like, they look forward to initially, you know, coming, you know, it used to be held at the church. Now they're not doing that. So now it's like, okay, boom, here's your modern technology. This is how we're going to do it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, in the scheme of life, does it matter? <laughs> I don't, I don't, that's me. Right. Um, I do, before we get into my uh, mindset, I do, well, this is also included. This is this is um, information that came to me this morning. It's it's very sad news. Um, we are asked to pray for uh, 22 Christian missionaries uh, who have been sentenced to death tomorrow afternoon by the Islamic in Afghanistan. Um, they wanted to know if we could, you know, say it on our podcast to get people to pray. So obviously. We do not promote any religious, you know, one way or another. We, we, are, we are Christian, but we embrace all religions. So if somebody else wants us to um, say uh, a prayer, um, we are more than happy to do that. So please play for these 22 Christian missionaries. And I don't know all the backstory to that, um, but so, and it's, it's coming from... Uh, a friend of mine. So absolutely, we will, we will pray. And we hope that every, everyone else does pray. Um, Mindset Monday, you know, it is so funny what triggers our brain. And 
you know, you really reach now, as they said about the sun coming in this morning, it's now getting a little grayer. So I'm getting kind of used to the, you know, it's wishy-washy, wishy-washy. So when the sun did come out, I really just, I absorbed it. I really, you know, just kind of folded my soul into it because I'm one of those people that really thrives on sun. I just do. You know, the look of it, I see gray, I automatically think of curl up on the couch weather and it doesn't, um, doesn't do my mindset well. And I'll frequently come and <laughs> a lot of times John will come in the office and he says, hey, do you realize your, your little, your sunlight, he calls it the sunlight, your, you know, social media lighting is still on. I go, yeah, because I've got to create, you know, like I'm feeling some sun. But this morning I woke up and a friend of mine who is going to be, I'm so excited, is going to be a guest on our show, Alexandra, Alexandra Diaz. And he, he is a, a very faithful human being. Um, he uh, is heavily involved with uh, St. Joseph's Church in Charlton, Massachusetts. He also owns the UPS store. And I'm not going to tell you his story because he's going to be a guest um, on our show. But I did share, I don't know if I shared it on here or on my page. It could have been on my page. He just recently won a few nights ago. Um, his film, a short film, was nominated for this short film award, and he won it. And it, it is so incredible. But I have to, this is what I woke up to today. And I'm going to, and, you know, when I heard the song, and he's got like a little video that goes with it. And I, it's, I've shared it on my page. But the song just instantly, instantly got my mindset in such a good place. So I want to share with people how the importance of music, you know, seeing some uplifting words can really set the tone for your day and put you in that mindset. So I'm going to put this on. Is, you know, I'm going to turn that off because that's the backlash of our what's going on right now. So I'm gonna put this on. I mean, it just doesn't instantly just put you in. By, by the way, because we're on Facebook Live as well, we do not own the rights to that music. Just want to put it out there because I know you've got to do those things. But he, you see him in celebration. You know, he prayed to God that God would see him through this project. And he is such a delight. He is such, uh, you instantly connect with him. He just, you know, some people, they have that vibe that you just, you know, you could spend like eternity with, and, and he had, he is that bright light. He's been that bright light for me personally. And 
to wake up and to see his joy. He's actually, uh, he lives on a beautiful lake um, back in Massachusetts. And he's playing this music with the, the videos of him, of him just rejoicing in God's goodness. And he just is just dancing and in, in, it's in slow-mo and he's in the, in the movement and was such a beautiful sight. And I, 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 I can't tell you, I probably played it, I don't know, 30 times already today. It just is so uplifting to see that in the midst, you know, of this CCP virus, in the midst of the chaos of our, you know, what's going on in our world, that Jesus does provide, our Lord provides, or your God or whatever, the universe doesn't have to be a religious thing, but the universe does apply goodness to us to open our hearts and our minds to embrace it, to, to change our mindset. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jan? Embrace the mindset. I, I love that song. And I, I saw a clip of what you're <laughs> referring to is when I started having the computer issues, but I'm going to look at that again. And that's one of the songs that I play. Um, actually, when I start my walk around the circle, um, you know, music is gives you that uplifted feeling like the Lord doesn't give me anything that I can't handle. And now I need to go spread that. I mean, mm-hmm. how good is music? Like, you know, we j- just both lit up from that, you know, and before we got on air today, I was like, um, not, uh, I was, you were, you were, you were struggling, you were struggling. And, and, you know, and I think part of why we love what we do with helping other people and providing value and impact and, and providing change is we are authentically us. You know, as human beings, we're flawed. And if you decide to take on the venture that we are taking on, it, 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 it is a big commitment. Um, it's not easy. I mean, you know, John's in, you know, I, I'll give a little snippet. John's in, you know, his retirement years. And I'm going the opposite direction. It, it, it's been a struggle. You know, he, you know, we want to be together and do things, but, you know, we've had to pivot a couple conversations and say, look, this is, I'm called to do this. I have to do this. I can't stop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's, we're, we're kind of, you know, getting our, our groove. So our audience is really seeing us coming into our own with two sisters and a book. And they're part of the journey. All of our audience is part of the journey watching, um, you know, the topics change you know, our mindset change, our emotions change. We're constantly going to always, always, the forefront of Two Sisters in a Book is that we're authentically us. Because when we are, you know, we may not, we may not impact everybody. And and I'm okay with that. But I know what we stand for is out of the goodness of always, always enrooted from what our parents have taught us. And that was be of service to people, provide value, help others. And that's always a roller coaster ride. I'm all set to buckle in, baby. Let's do this. Let's do this. Boom. It's Monday. I just want to remind everyone Obviously, there are ways to help. We can make a difference. You can make a difference. Listen, open your heart. And also, <clears throat> we are found on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Overcast. 
it is always a pleasure to be able to share what we're passionate about to impact other lives and do good in the world, be good. My name is Janice Malillo, reporting from North Haven, Connecticut, AKA Wellness Diva, along with my counterpart and cohort. Carol Sue, AKA Naughty Boss, live from Vero Beach. And hey man, the sun is coming out. The Lord of the universe heard my prayer. Sunshine, bring it on. You guys have a great Monday mindset. Please reach out if you know of somebody that's got something passionate to share or you want us to you know, announce something, a prayer, a remembrance, anything, we are open to that as well. So thank you so much. Live from Vero Beach. Peace out. It's all yours, Jan. All right, everyone. I'm going to hit the button. Hopefully it's the right one. Ah.